Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Promised Land, a show about Manchester United and part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. I'm Scott Saunders, joined by Rob Blanchett, as ever. We're talking today about how much can Man United raise in player sales in the transfer window. Now, if this were a club who could sell players efficiently, we might be talking some big numbers, but we are talking Man United, who historically are crap at selling players. Uh, Rob, how are you? Not bad at all. And here we are, yes, talking about the inevitable, isn't it? That we've tried to, again, not talk too much about outgoings because we were, we were at the end of a season and we were obviously trying to get top four and we are in the FA Cup final. We're now in that position, aren't we, in the summer here where, where there's no doubt that players will be leaving. So, yes, we're going to try and find a way here to maybe move on some of these players that a lot of you guys out there would like to see the back of. We are recording this just to uh, let you know on the Tuesday after the FA Cup final. So things might have changed uh, and maybe some of these players have already left. That would be miraculous. Or given new contracts. Or given new contracts. (laughs) That would be miraculous, in my opinion, because United just don't behave like that. But there's a number of players... (laughs) We we talked about um, this show before we started recording and we said, oh, United have come third, but we also know that like half this squad probably needs turfing out uh, so that's the game we're going to play today subscribe to our show wherever you get your pods on apple google spotify and the likes and head over to youtube because we're over there as well uh, like subscribe leave a comment for us leave a five-star review on one of those audio platforms we do see the messages we see the reviews we appreciate it very very much show us the love on the twitter as well at underscore scott saunders at underscore rob underscore b and at promise and mu for the show and come and join us in vegas from July 28th at United Con, where Man United will be in preseason playing Borussia Dortmund in Vegas, will be there too. Uh, and there's an event called United Con where United fans will come together to chat, enjoy their time, talk about United, maybe curse a bit about United's uh, last 10, 15 years. Definitely. Visit united-con.com to book your place. We'll be there. Come and say hello if you do make it. Book your place at united-con.com. Now, Rob, how much can Man United raise in player sales this summer? I'm going to run through a list. How do you want to do this? Should I run through a list of every player that I think is on the chopping block and then we'll say, how much yeah. can United potentially raise for this player? I think so. I think that's the way to do or it. Or should we do it one by one? Well, a, a little bit of both, isn't it? Because I think there is there is kind of individual packages. Like there, you were just talking about it. I was thinking, if you can sell one or two of these players here, a lot of this has also got about the wage bill. So you, you want to kind of get some of those high earners off your bill, as well as getting a fee. So we can kind of do it individually or kind of positionally or however you want to do it. Just jumping over to a... Now, this isn't legit entirely, but I've got an active roster up of how much each of these players earn, right? So I'll refer back to this as we go. <laughs> this is going to make us eyes water. <laughs> right. So Jack Butland is going to join Rangers. I'll do the, I'll do the players that we know are going. Jack Butland is going to join Rangers. Yeah. 
Phil Jones is confirmed to leave. Yep. I'm just referring to my list. Phil Jones, Phil Jones, Phil Jones, where are you? He might have been removed already, but Phil Jones was on a heavy whack, wasn't he? He was on 90 to 100. Yeah, I think, and that is that is a lot of money for a player mm-hmm. who doesn't play. So that is potentially back in United's pocket for next season. We got Phil Jones leaving. Axel Twinsaby is probably going to leave. Yeah, as gone. well. I think yeah. that's that's done. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'd have all liked to see that work out, but it just hasn't. And Marcel Sabitzer and Wout Weghorst's loans are not going to be extended no. or made permanent, as we understand it. So all of these players will be out. I'm probably missing one or two as well. There's obviously David De Gea, whose contract will be reduced as well. Mm-hmm. We did a show about him the other day, <laughs> which you know suggested that maybe he should be on this list of uh, non-retained players too. But as it stands, as we record this, he's still going to be there, albeit on reduced terms from his, what, 350000 pounds a week salary. Highest earner at the club yep. he has been. Incidentally, I think, uh, according to this, the highest earner will be Jaden Sancho. Yes. Unless Marcus Rashford's new contract becomes top earner after it is signed. Now, okay, let's play the game. So we got five players there who are out. We know. Dean Henderson. Yeah. Nottingham Forest. I think that's going to happen. What kind of money can United raise here? I think the unfortunate thing with Dino is that he hasn't played a lot this year and that kind of takes the bargaining stakes away. I think what we'd hoped is that he had a really good season at Forest and then you can kind of push for the optimum. Now, Manchester United once valued him at around £50 million going back to the days when he was the next big thing. But I think, I don't know, Scott, I'm going to err on the more conservative side because the other side of this is, is that say you say he's worth 30 like around that, Forest might be able to get better value somewhere else. And let's be honest, Nottingham Forest will probably sign 50 players this summer like they do with their ownership. So they also need to move their money around. So I don't know what you reckon, Scott, but I'm actually only going to go 20 million tops, maybe even less. I had 25. 18, I think 25. Nah, 18, come on. I 20. think Dean Henderson, he's, he's been injured for... Yeah, a, a fair bit of time, and obviously they've had Kalon Navas in there, but yeah, you know, this is still a player who is at a good age, is English. Mm. You know, I think if United can settle a deal at twenty-five million, I would be pretty satisfied with that. They should be pushing for thirty. Bite but... your hand off for that. Yes, you absolutely would. So Dean Henderson, twenty-five million in the pot, and that is a nigh-on certainty that he's going to leave, right? Yes, I think so. I, 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 there's no way he's going to come back, especially if David Day signs another contract. There's no way that Dean Henderson's going to go and play that game with Man United again. He's burnt his bridges deliberately, hasn't he? Like he said it all along. Now I didn't even train for Ten Hag because I didn't really want to be there. By the way, if you're listening and watching along on YouTube, play this game with us. Leave a comment with all of these players that we put on this list and tell us how much you think United should really be raising for these players. Uh, now transfer roulette play with us trans- let, let's let's see how much we can raise and magically add to Man United's pot to reinvest in the squad because they've been awful at it for a number of years I'm going to go from the back essentially so we've got Dean Henderson in there on 100 grand a week as well so that that is a substantial 
I think Forrester mainly taken over his wages, but United will have to pay that at some point and if they keep him. But hopefully at 26, Dean Henderson has pretty much decided he wants to go and United can make a fair whack back on an academy product, which would be a big plus with Premier League experience. What about the captain? Harry Maguire. Well, how nailed on do you think his departure is? Less nailed on than it was a few weeks ago. So Harry Maguire would quite like to stay at Manchester United. I think that's because he's not going to get anywhere near the money that he gets at United on his contract anywhere else. People might say that shows a lack of ambition for him. But this is why it's so complicated to get rid of United footballers, isn't it? So, like, Harry Maguire is definitely surplus to requirements. Like, you know, he doesn't even get a sniff at the cup final or in these kind of running games when you've got injuries. You know, when you've got problems in your defence, Harry Maguire's not been turned to at all. So this, again, Scott, impacts value, doesn't it? Because you've got a big contract. You know, you just said there, actually, with De Gea and Henderson. You might get $20 for Henderson or whatever, but if you got rid of De Gea and Henderson... It's nearly half a million pound a week in wages. It's eye-watering. Add in Harry Maguire to that. We're talking hundred, almost like a hundred million. We're pushing towards that way with wages and the wage structure at Manchester United. This is the problem. This is why you're kind of hamstrung by your squad. So I think with Harry Maguire, Man United are actively shopping him. They are looking for a buyer. The problem is Harry Maguire's on a really big contract and literally no club on the planet will give him anything like Man United gave him in that last deal. Are there buyers? I think there are buyers, and I do think that Harry Maguire could be convinced. So if you get a club that matches him his ambition in terms of where he'd like to play, great. Are you going to be able to shift him off to a mid, mid-table team or below? I'm not so sure, because why should he do that when he would be on three quarters less of the wages. It's mad, isn't well, there, it? There, there has been chat over the last few days that United would have to pay off 10 million yes. quid of Maguire's contract to force him out. And that is the only way you get this done. So if you get a buyer, is there a buyer? Yes, there will be buyers. Can you find a fee? But you're not then going to get, you see, the fee that maybe you want. You can't value him at the top of his value when you don't <laughs> value him enough to even play him. So how do you do that? How do you sell these players that actually have no value to you? So it's difficult. So Harry Maguire, yes, I would sell him. And and I still, I don't know, current market value. I know he was 80 million. I know that was a world record, but we do not live in that world anymore for Harry Maguire. We just don't. 20 to 30? I'd put 30. I think, I think that's, I think that's achievable. If United I, I, are competent sellers, that is. It's, it's only it's a 50 million hit on what you pay for him, but you're in the point now where you just have to accept that it was a mistake. You didn't even yes. bring him on in the FA Cup final. He's your club captain. Yeah. You know, that is a message loud and clear. What United have to do, as much as Harry, Harry Maguire might want to, you know, stay around and fight for his place, he's got Euro 2024 to think about. He cannot have another year. Southgate's already getting a lot of criticism for bringing him in when he's not playing for United now. Mm. Give it another year with the up-and-coming centre-backs England have. You know, I think 30 mil, £190,000 a week off the wage bill is something United should be actively shopping. Completely. And, and it's just more, though, like if you get 30 million, that is again like it's Christmas and like there's your Christmas present, well done. 
But I do think that Man United are going to have to pay him off to such a staggering amount with that contract that <laughs> that 30 million's gone anyway. Like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna the wage deal that you'd have to give him to, to just leave the football club, you know, to to exit is gonna be eye-watering. But you've got to get him off the books. That's what I think this is all about. And I think that you will probably go with a with a smaller fee so you can pay the player to actually leave the club. So I think. Uh, again, you said the same with Dean Henson. I think it's the same issue with the with the wage package. Is that it's going to be more like twenty than thirty? I know United fans think you know would like the latter, but your fees here are re- much reduced because you need to push the player out of the football club. And I think it's going to be, I think twenty five is achievable. I, I don't think thirty or above is achievable for this player. I'll call it twenty five in my list as well and i'll do all these calculations towards the end of the show in wages potentially so if united do that united are not like going to sell all these players in the summer but it's just fun to we're just doing do. pie in the sky maybe they'll be miraculously them. efficient <laughs> maybe maybe they will yeah. um so we've got harry Maguire, hundred ninety thousand pounds a week 10 million payoff but 25 million fee we'll call it and i think that's conservative I'd, I'd hold out for 30 but I think the most important thing in the circumstances is just re- selling a player for a respectable fee that is just not suited to your system. Yeah, players that don't help you, you need to get out of your football club. Harry Maguire is certainly one of them. Let's move to the lone army. We have Eric Bailly, who is not part of United's plans. As much as like, I've said this, I've said this a few times, I loved Eric Bailly when he joined United. He was. I think he's been my favorite player, one of my favorite players down the years. Uh, he was a bit, you know. I really enjoyed how kind of, you know, what's what's the right word for him? A bit crazy in a sense. Swashbuckling, like, swashbuckling. Yeah, just really a battler, fun. a fighter, physical. But also had a like. I remember there was like, he'd just do some weird stuff. Uh, I remember that um, there was an own goal in the game against Liverpool mm. that made me feel all... <laughs> uh, I think United you know, won that game when Marcus Rashford scored twice. I think it was that game. But yeah, Eric Bailly has not worked out. He's been injury prone. He's been out on loan in, in France this year, but he's already been told he's surplus requirements. £80,000 yeah. a week. Alex Tellez, £90,000 a week, has been with Sevilla, winning the Europa League with them. <laughs> Miraculous, really. I've put five million each for the, each of these players. Free. You would free even tra- do free. Free transfers. You need to get them off. The, they don't help you. Who are they? they? If they turned up at Carrington, people would say, have you got a key card to get in here? You know, they, they are former players already. Um, I think, like, Baye, I think, doesn't really have a market value at the moment. But I think when you, you're talking about Tellers, you know, like, he's just won a Europa League and his team doesn't want him. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Again, I think these are, are players that you just really don't want back at Carrington on day one, do you? Like, you really don't. You can't see their faces if they're employees of the club. Unfortunately, Scott, free transfers. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to calculate how I'm going to do this. <laughs> Five million you're, you're, for the you're two? Say, you're, saying like, less, you say... you're saying less than I'm. I'm saying. So I'm just going to... I'll mix, so we, I'll mix together a little. Yeah, bit. we're medium. So like you said, what, 5 million each? So that's 10 million. But I think you might get 5 million in total for the two if you're very lucky. Like it will be it will be what they call that that kind of uh, a kind of undisclosed fee, which generally either means not a lot. <laughs> right. Brandon Williams, 
£65,000 a week. Yeah, I think Brendan's been unlucky in many ways. I think he's a better footballer than people say, but again, just not good enough. So he's more likely to be able to get you a little bit of money back. And I think he probably is worth in that kind of five million, five to ten million bracket. We're good on that. Like your point, you're you're I giving me the five, thumb there for people million. not on YouTube. So uh five million for, for Brandon. I think you there's takers out. I know also there's a market. People do like him and do want him and do believe that he could do a job for them. What about Marco Silva's favorite Fred? Now interesting. Would you do this? Would you sell Fred this year? Yes. Yes, I would. Because I think he's probably now at the top of his market value. A player that you bought for £52 that clearly wasn't worth that and will never, ever, ever be worth anything like that ever again. If you have a buyer and someone that likes him, then unfortunately you've got to go do it. Kind of a little bit like Andres Pereira, isn't it, going to Fulham? Is that we didn't want him anymore. He's gone to Fulham and torn it up and people think he's now really great. So I actually think Fred would look at Fulham, the club on the up, and really like that project. Go, yeah, go live in London, bit different from United. Um, he has a value, Scott. I don't know. What do you reckon his value is? I think United should be asking for 20, but I think they'll get about 15. And I'd be happy with that. I think 20 is about right for him. I think, I think he's, a, he's a proven Premier League player. I yeah, I, 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 I don't think you let him go for 15 or 10 or below. Like, this is not a player you need to move, have to move. This is a player that you'd like to sell to generate funds and to maybe take off the wage bill. But I think he's, he's still a Brazil international, isn't he? He's still playing football regularly for both us, a club and country. I think you could get 20 for him comfortably in the marketplace next year of this summer of saying to a club like Fulham, who are super rich, by the way, Fulham have got super rich owners, that they can afford a player like this. And he could help them by running around a bit and being Fred and doing Fred things. He'd give that midfield energy. He'd help Fulham be a better football team. That would be 120k a week cleared off. These these wages are mad. That's what I mean. It's a 50, 60, 70k a week player on 120. You've got to get rid of some of these players that are like leeches and suck the blood out of the football club. Like, no offence to Fred and his friends. It's not about that. It's about how Man United have conducted their business for 10 years and beyond. So, yeah, I think Fred is, a, is an easy one because he's still got a marketplace, definitely. What about the other half? The other Sorry. half of McFred. Similar, similar issue. Would I like to sell? Yes. Um, what will you get for him? Again, I think around a twenty million pound ballpark, fifteen to that twenty. Is, I, th- I think that is way too low, personally. Too low. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think what we've seen this season is that Fred has more used to Ten Hag than McTominay. McTominay obviously had a nice little run out in the cup final, nearly gets you that equaliser and writes his name in history. I think the thing is with McTominay is that obviously we know Newcastle United's interest. So you have a buyer. So now you have to play the game. You know, what can you get for him? Come on. Like, is he really worth in excess of 20 million? He's, like, in, he's, he's not English, but he's homegrown. So he's, yeah. for, for a, a team in the Champions League, Newcastle, who just bought Anthony Gordon for 40 to 50 million. <laughs> he's in contract. He's not out of contract in a year. Yeah, I'm looking at 30 million. Uh, and, well, and honestly, like 30, 30 is the low point for me. Well, then I think we'll have to we'll have to work on a mean of 25 because I, I think that he's I don't think he's an, a player in excess of 20 million. You're right. There is add ons there in terms of 
being homegrown and that would help Newcastle, especially in, in European competition. But then also you could look at it from the other way, Scott, and say, if he is a 20 to 30 million pound player, then maybe you should keep him for your squad for those exact same reasons. Um, I think you should move him on because I don't think he really helps you enough. And then I think teams will look at that as well. They'll go, like even, even Newcastle, is Scott McTominay an automatic starter for an excess of 30 million? No, he's not. He really isn't. They need midfielders, of course. I think but, he would, you know. Well, he's better than Longstaff and, you know, some of those players. And and I think he is a kind of guy who puffs his chest out and is proud and would work hard for them and kind of become a leader there. I actually think as well, if he if he did go to Newcastle, people would look at him in a different light and I think he'd be really good. Definitely. I, I agree with that. And also play multiple positions. I think you play centre-back a lot more there sometimes with injuries. For some reason, we've never really seen that in Man United. And yet for Scotland, he's been really successful at that. So again, a much derided player with the Man United fi- fan base, as most of our players are at times. Um, but I don't think you're going to get 30 or, or, or an excess. I think if you get 30, if someone puts 30 on the table, my God, you just take it. You don't put 30 on the table. Uh, you're putting 30 in the same way. I'm saying 25. I'm sorry. Let us know in the comments. Do you think Scott McTominay is worth 30 million pounds to Newcastle United? Like, if that's the case, then Fred's worth more money. Like, that's the way I he's not because Fred is four or five years older than him. But Fred is a more multifaceted player. Like, Scott is Scotty is much more limited in his skill set than Fred, who I think, like, Fred of the past, before the one we've seen in recent years, was supposed to be a little bit of a ball player. Now, that's not been proven this season uh, under Ten Hag. Uh, But Scott McTominay definitely isn't a ball player, you know, so, and he's not even a defensive midfielder. So he's kind of caught between, again, a rock and a hard play. So 25. Scott, I'm putting my foot down now. If you get 30 million... I'm putting my foot down. I've got the screen. It's 30. The world's (laughs) gone mad. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Scott McTominay is worth 30 The world went mad a long, long time ago, Rob. <laughs> the world went mad a long time ago. Go on, you can, is... you can have your 30 then. Go on. Good. Have what your about... 30. Now, I don't think they're going to do this. What about Donny? Yeah, Donny. Difficult. I think Donny's probably going to stay. Again, another player I would move on. and. God, what would you get for him? Nothing. Two years of nothing. Injuries as well. I think there's more likely that, again, he's the kind of player that will get his second chance at the football club. Third chance, fourth chance, eighth chance, whatever you want to call it. Because the manager knows him, because you know he's one of his Ajax guys, I don't think there'll be any like lack of ruthlessness towards the player. But what market is there for him now? Like When he went to Everton on loan, Scott, there was a market. You probably could have got something. And if he'd played games this year, you'd have a market. But what is his market now? Five million, Ajax. ten million? Three? Like, yeah. What what are Ajax gonna take? Like again, if you go into go and get Timber, then you might be able to just throw him in as a kind of make weight. But we're talking about raising capital here. Johnny Van der Bates not gonna raise a lot of capital, even though he's still young enough and, and a good player, but just so low on his market value because of the way it's been for him in this kind of two to three year period. It's been a complete disaster for both him and Manchester United in terms of his career. 
120,000 a week. You've got to get it off if you can. That's it's a mad. lot again. Like, it's the wage again. Like, All of this is about wages for me, about getting wage earners off to be able to create wage, uh, to create a higher wage cap ceiling for you to be able to go and get these players because your 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 wage ceiling is not unlimited. But in football, because we are this mad capitalist society with football, that wage bill just goes up every year and nothing ever gets controlled. And then people go, but why can't you spend 100 million on a play? And you go, well, you can do. It's just that your wages make you like paralyzed in that. So yeah, Johnny Van Der Beek, 120K a week. Like, oh my God, it just makes you like shudder. You know, you just said Fred and McTominay and Donny and... That's like half a million pound in wages almost you're pushing towards. And it's like, yeah, you've got to get rid of your can. But what can you get for Donny van der Beek, a player that hasn't kicked a ball for so long and has had a bad injury? Yes. Um, Probably I, I likely think, to stay. I don't think they'll manage it this no. week. But, you know, if the opportunity comes up, yeah. I, I don't see where. Maybe The only real route I can see back for him is Ajax, to be honest. Um, but that is me purely speculating. Let's move on to Anthony Alanga. Would you sell Anthony Alanga? I'm saying yes to everything, aren't I? Yes, I would. Because again, I, I think if you go and you know do business like like a Hoyland, or you go get a number nine, uh, or you have to keep Martial, or you don't have to keep Martial, that's also part of that impact. I do think with with Alanga, is that I think again. There are teams that will want him, a bit like Brandon Williams in a way. Do you know what I mean? There are teams that will look at Alanga and say, he's actually quite decent. And if he played for us every week, he'd get more time and score more goals and get more assists. But you don't want that, man. You know, do you? You don't want him being a starter or being the guy coming off the bench. So, uh, again, I would say yes to that, Scott. What about you? Yeah, I think um, even last season, I could. I, I don't think he's of the, the technical quality really to to shine at United um there's suggestions that United would take 10 million I think that's actually quite undervalued for a player of his age but mm. you know it's a case of if you could use that to reinvest on a player that you know Eric Ten Hag has not indicated in any way shape or form that Anthony Langer is going to be part of his plans moving forward this season 10 million he's only he's on a very small 5k a week per sport rack which is where i'm and that helps to move him from it does yeah so maybe that means you can ask for potentially more money up front or like in, in a transfer fee because his wages are quite low and there's a lot of takers i think he'd do well in germany i think there's maybe clubs in spain and, and in france even in the premier league that would potentially look at taking him on but i i, I do hear of interest from germany quite a lot so anthony alanga potentially on the and i've just done actually rob i've just totaled up all these wages totals and uh, we'll reveal it at the end of the show oh my um, god <laughs> what about anthony martial yeah i just think with the wage that he is on see this is like we just talked about langer on 5k a week that means that you can get a decent fee for him you know you can push for a fee can't you with the contract you can probably get 15 to 20 million or push for that ballpark Anthony Martial on what three seven five? Is it three fifty? What's he on? No, he's not on three seven five. That's that's two fifty. So he's on two. Oh, he's on two fifty. So like not nearly as bad as my brain was thinking there. But two fifty is still pretty bad. That's a million pound every month. Um, yeah, I I don't think now because of how the end of the season went for him that you could probably find a taker for him. 
at all. Like again, you're not you don't want to give him away for free, so you're probably going to sit on him, and that means you're going to sit on that big wage. So as it stands, if Martial had played more minutes in the in the running, I think you could have created a market. As it stands, I don't think there is a market for him. So my answer on that is no. I think he will be at Man United next year. You think they'll release him next summer? Potentially, I, th- I think that's the that's the that's that's the more the more lo- logical pathway now for him is that you give him another year at the club. Yeah, he'll sit on the bench a lot, but that's what he's done this year, isn't it? And he won't like that, but that's tough. Um, and then you give him like small windows to prove himself. Like if he can get himself right physically in that year, then you've got a different choice to make. You could trigger the one year extension, um, or you can trigger it and Renew sell it. Renew on lower, lower terms. Renew on lower terms. Depends what he wants to do. Like in a year's time, he might feel completely ousted and kind of isolated at Man United and doesn't want to be there. Um, and, and yes, I do think the kind of free transfer route in a year or so is more likely about it. But also his, his age is still not prohibitive. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not a player in his 30s. You know, he's not a young player anymore. Um And also Ten Hag will tell you, which he said a lot this year, is that again, his goals to minute ratio, the best in the team. So when he's played games, Man United have won them and he's actually scored goals. So that's that. End of the season for him was a disaster. You know, he could have been a massive part of the run-in and he wasn't because his body just fell apart again. He should have been the starting striker at Wembley, shouldn't he? But what happened the week before, he breaks down. So it's the same old story. Man United, I think, would like to sell him, but who's going to buy him again? Who's going to buy a player that injured at the moment? I can't really see it. They'd have to pay that wage deal off massively. They'd have to pay the whole year off. Like for that, a million pound a week, Scott. That's a lot of money over a, a month. So a million pound a month. So that's going to be 12 million quid for a year. You'd have to give that to Martial just to leave. You have to say 12 million and then tell a buying club that you get him for something bargain basement like 10 or 15 because no one's going to pay big money for a player like that. Now, I've put him in the list. I cannot see this happening this summer, but no. I know that we've spoke about Jaden Sancho potentially being sold. He is on too much money. And yeah. he will cost too much money for any yeah. club to buy him, but £350,000 a week, which is would make him, as we said earlier, the highest earning player unless Marcus Rashford takes that mantle after he signs his new contract. And we'll wait and see on that. But yeah, I, I can't really see that happening. Maybe alone, but I really highly doubt it. I think he's, I think he's due another year and that is one you defer for another year. But let's... Uh, any final, any final comments, Rob, before I reveal the number that United could save if they offloaded all of these players that we've just talked about? And I've not included David De Gea in this, by the way. Well, Jaden Sancho, just make my, my comments on that. You know, I called his performances fraudulent the other day and I'm going to stick by it because I think he needs to play better. What, whatever is going on with him or how he wants to be or what, you know, away from Manchester United, he needs to make sure that he plays better because... He's definitely one at risk. You know, that wage that he is on is prohibitive. You know what I mean? That stops you from going to the next level when you have players like that who are giving you no returns and are on massive wages. So I do think with Jaden, it will be a wait and see. I think he'll get another shot at it. And uh, and he just needs to be out because otherwise you will be looking for someone to either buy him next year or you'll be trying to clean his wage off the bill. Right. We, I haven't done the total yet of potential transfer fees that they could raise. I'm going to take Sancho off that list. I think. Yeah, but it's I highly unlikely. Deal at 45 million. What a transfer fee? Mm. Yes. Yeah. How, I, how low I, would you go? 
Unfortunately, you can't use what you bought him for as the guidance. You can't. This is a player who was an England regular and going to be England's next superstar and now can't even get picked for club or country. So that's where you're shopping. It's like a bit like Maguire, isn't it, in many ways? Um, oh, my God. If someone offers you, do you say 45? I don't think they should sell him for any less than that. I, I don't, Absolutely I, not. No one's going to offer 45 for him. Exactly. Like, no, 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 no one. So I, I think you're going to, you know, someone might come in and say 25, 30. No chance. Dortmund, United will be made to look Dortmund, foolish. Dortmund if... might go, we love you, Jaden, and you'll play every week here and we'll make you a superstar again, but we're not going to pay anything like we sold you for. And he might even like that. He might think, yeah, I'd like to escape England and get back to Germany. Uh, and it's only, it'd have to be a perfect storm for you to get rid of the player, Scott. And that would mean just, a much Just keep in mind, pay. like I said earlier, Anthony Gordon was sold for 40 million quid Ooh. in January. But and sold. Jaden Sancho is worth 25. But sold, no at, <laughs> sold at the top of his value to the most richest uh, owners on the planet in Newcastle United. So, yeah, that was a mad deal. Like, he sat on their bench. He's not exactly done anything there. But I think when you look at Jaden Sancho, no, Man United won't want to move him on because they've still got faith that he'll become an asset and a better player. But let's be honest, two years, we've seen nothing. So uh, it might be a case that he is one that we're not, we're not convinced about that Ten Hag wants to get rid of him. But Ten Hag might go, if I want to raise proper capital and get an offer of around 30 to 40... It might go, yes, but, you know, it doesn't sound like good business, does it? But again, that wage, Scott, you've got to try and move that wage somehow if you're not going to use him. If he's going to be used, Scott, great. Don't worry about it. Just defer it for a year. And I think that's probably what will happen this time around. Right. He's got another year for me, but I will leave him on the list for the mm. purposes of this conversation, which is just pie in the sky. And yeah. we've never said that it isn't. Jack Butland, Phil Jones, Axel Twenzebe. Marcel Sabitzer, Veghorst, Henderson, Maguire, Bailly, Tellez, Williams, Fred, McTominay, Donny, Martial, Ilanga, and Sancho. Take a, a wild guess, Rob, as to what my total weekly wage would be that you would cut off your total weekly wage if all of those players left the club. How many players is that? You're making me count. Yes. One, um... two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 16, and two of those players were loans. 16 players? My God. But, uh, so it's more 14, because two of those players were loan deals that we know of. Okay, that's a lot of wages. Like, it really, really is. My God, oh my God, I can't... Do you know what? My brain's popping, but you're going to be looking at around, for each one of those players per week, around, you know, oh God, 100 grand a week per player? Like so, one point four million. You are looking at one point one over one point five million pounds a week of yeah, players 1. that yeah. United should be. Well, not all players. Like I'll take Jaden Sancho off that list. So let, let's take Sancho out. One point two million pounds a week of yeah, players so, that you yeah. have decided and already know will not be moving forward with you. One point two million pound a week times by fifty two, and you don't have to be great at maths. That is a huge sum of money. You know, you're talking towards the 50s. Yeah. Just in wages, 50 million just in wages. It's mad, isn't it? Of players that don't help you. So this is kind of where United are. And this is why we're so strong on these things, because United need to clear this damn wage bill. And if you can clear the wage bill, Scott, you can go and do proper business. And that's really what this is all about. It's not about transfer fees. It's more really about 
recycling the wages. Because do you know what? You get a lot of footballer, can't you? For 50 odd million pounds worth of wages in the current market. You know, you're looking at it, aren't you? This is why I'm all right giving a better wage deal to like a Garnacho or someone like that, because you've got trajectory for him. You know, you can give him a wage and say, right, let's do this. I'm okay giving money to Marcus Rashford, who is going is just give, giving you 30 goals in a Premier League season. Do you know what I mean? He's done, he's he's earned the money. But so many players, Scott, at Man United, that haven't earned a thing and are on incredible wages. That's why someone like Jaden is on the table without us talking too much about what his true valuation is, because someone could go get him and get a bargain. But who who would pay that wage? No one. Therefore, you have to pay that wage and pay that player off. That is a lot of wages, isn't it, with those players? And that's why you move them, not because Scott McTominay might be worth 20 or 25 or 30. It's because the wages overall for all of these players is absolutely crazy. I've taken Sancho off the list, right? Yes, that's fair. But of that list of players, I counted back through, only six of those are first-team players mm-hmm. from last season. Yeah. Sabitzer, Veghorst, Maguire, Fred and McTominay and Martial. Six I'm, players. I'm going to start a T-shirt slogan and put it on my T-shirt one day. It says, only have players that help you. Man United spent 10 years of paying so much money to players that don't help you, don't help you win, don't help you be good, don't help you technically, don't help you score goals, don't help you stop goals going in. This has been the club for so many years. So I trust, obviously, Ten Hag's looked at that year, this for year one and gone, ah, yeah, that's probably the way. So it does mean that a lot of these are going to get moved off the books. And I do think there will be some surprises in that group there. You know, we've talked about Fred there. I think a lot of Man United fans would say, no, keep Fred. But if Fred has value and a wage that is a, is too much and you get an offer, it might not be the true market value of what you think they're worth or what fans think. You might just have to do it, Scott. You've got to get this wage bill down. And taking Jaden Sancho off the list and adding together all of the fees Mm. we decided for each of those players. Yeah. What do we say on Donny? Oh, God. 12 pence? 15 pence? 6 pounds? I'll put 10. I think, yeah, te- I think, yeah, oh my God, oh, who'd pay 10 for Donny van der Beek? <laughs> oh, do you remember when we bought him and people went, that's cheap, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> we bought him and was like, that's value. We all said it, we were like, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, I think, again, Ajax won that deal if there is any such thing as winning a transfer. That total would be 145 million. And we've yeah. been, we're conservative there as well. We've, we've been conservative on a few of those players outside of McTominay, really. Definitely. So that is... You see a lot of players get sold for a lot of money. And if United are relatively competent and even ask for below value on a lot of these players, me, yeah. me and Rob disagreed on the values of these players, but we've averaged them out between what we both said. And you still get £145 million worth of raised wages plus £1.2 million a week off your wage bill if you are to sell all of these players, which again we know will not happen in one window. But an efficient club, maybe. Yeah, I I think I said on our previous shows that, you know, clear outs don't happen. But what I will say is this, is that you can move players on through kind of your natural process. And there's a lot of those names there 
that will be moved on just because, because it's the right time now. And that's why a year ago you couldn't get some rid of some of the dead weight. And I think Tenor probably did want to see the squad with his own eyes first up and say, All right, let me assess some of these players. You know, I'm sure on day one he wasn't sure about Garnacho. And I think a year later he'll be like, Oh, yeah, Garnacho's good. But this is the problem also, Scott, with say like a, a Jaden Sancho, is that what do you do if say a team like Tottenham Hotspur with a brand new manager who've just lost Harry Kane for a lot of money, or you've just got, you know, you've got Postacoglu who wants a new player to come in. Do you take a lower offer for a Jaden Sancho so he can still go and play at a big club, but they take the wages off you and you lose that incredible wage off your wage bill, but you take a lower fee? That's more likely to me. That's the way agents would work it. The agents would be trying to negotiate something like that. I, I think Jaden obviously wants State United as well. I think he'd probably prefer to to do that. But then you, that's how you look at this as a as an ownership. You must look at it and say, where can we make some of that money back? But as you said, there, Scott, it's easy. Some of this stuff is just too easy. You just need to move these these players off the books, and it might mean Scott that you just take less in fees. That's just that's unfortunately the reality Man United are in. Let us know, leave a comment if you'd like to play the game with us about how much, which players you would uh, like to see or think United should offload in the summer. Leave a comment. Uh, you can run through the entire show or you can just go to a website yourself and just look at the squad as it is and say, all right, you, you shouldn't really be part of this long-term project. You, you, you. Like, it, it's not a nice thing to talk about, really, but from a business no. perspective, you, you kind of have to look at it for what it is and understand why Man United are in the financial situation they have been in over the last few years because of decisions like this. But let us know which players you would offload, how much you reckon United could get for them if they were relatively competent sellers. And uh, yeah, leave a comment for us. Any final thoughts, Rob? No, do you know what we'll say is this, Scott, is that a, br a brand new owner will look at the books or anyone putting money into Man United when they're looking at the financial results. And they will look at these things that we're looking at here now. Not market value of players, but what gets sucked out of the club every month, every week with wages. And what did you just say there? 1.2 to 1.4 million of like useless stuff. There's no business in the country that can operate like that of giving out that amount of wages in your profit and loss per week and think that you can be successful or profitable. So if a new owner comes in or if it's kind of, you know, we don't, we don't talk about that today, but if you get a new owner who comes in, they're going to look at that on day one and go, get this out of the club. It's sucking life out of the club. And if I'm going to put my money in, yeah, I'm not going to pay this lot. Like this lot don't help you. So let, let's move them on. So new ownership will mean, I think, more sales, and more purchasing, and you'll see a better balance in that. And you know, all the names we've named today, they're absolutely all privy to this. It's not nice to talk about it, but we're now at the point of the season, because the season's over and the new one is coming, where you're going to have to answer a lot of these questions. Yes, leave a comment for us. Uh, we will be back soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you get your pods. Leave a five-star review for us and a nice... Uh, community comment on what you like or what we can constructively improve upon we are always open to that watch us on youtube as well head over to the channel like subscribe leave a comment for us there and obviously today we would love comments from you about everything that we've discussed play the game yourself follow us on twitter at underscore scott saunders at underscore rob underscore b and at promise and mu for the show and come and join us in vegas from july 28th at united con 
United will be on their preseason tour of the US and it goes through Vegas where United fans will come together to just chat, have a, have a good time and we'll also go and watch Borussia Dortmund versus Manchester United as well in Vegas. Visit united-con.com to book your place now. Rob, thank you very much for another show. Thanks very much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you soon for another Promised Land pod. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.